Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, I know you've all been champing the bit to get to Buck Chuck's comprehensive Golden Globes rap. Uh, and he was very big on Joe Coy's opening on log too, I might add. Just before that, some news breaking uh, courtesy of Buzz Rothfield. West Tigers have sacked recruitment boss Scott Fulton. So Fulton received a phone call from the club's chief executive, Shane Richardson, this morning to say his services were no longer required. It was a controversial appointment, as you know, by previous management because both former head coach Tim Sheens and Benji Marshall were kept in the dark over his recruitment of the club. His relationship with Benji has been strained for several months. Fulton, according to Buzz, is a huge loss for the Tigers. So there you go. The West Tigers have sacked recruitment boss Scott Fulton. What was the purpose of getting Scott Fulton there? The left hand doesn't know what the right hand's doing. I mean, the fact that he was appointed without consulting the coach or the assistant, I mean, that was a farce anyway. They have to be, even if it's not their decision, they need to be consulted on that decision. He delivered the Finey brothers, Latu and Samuela from Manly, Jaden Sullivan from the Dragons. We know the club also signed Jerome Lewis and a five-year deal worth six million bucks from 2025. And you might say, well, why did he go there? Well, according to Buzz, because he had confidence in the roster rebuild that Fulton was overseeing. Or maybe he just wanted to play for Benji Marshall. He was his idol growing up. Before that, Fulton's at the Seagulls. Declined to comment. He knocked back offers from two other NRL clubs to join the West Tigers. And he did say, and he's right about this, Scott Fulton, that the future of the club and the nursery is in that Campbelltown region. But that very talking about splits... Here's another one. West Tigers and Scott Fulton. He has been sacked. Sacked by the merger club. 0457 736 736. Charles in charge. Good morning to you. Good morning. How are you, Jules? I'm okay. Do you want a comprehensive Golden Globes wrap or should we should we let it be? We'll define comprehensive. I was going to have okay, one okay, sentence just on for it. it. I'll, I'll just ask you a couple of questions very quickly. Nice. Rapid uh, fire stuff. Please don't keep the music. Uh, best picture or best film with the uh oppenheimer uh got uh best motion picture for uh for a drum there we go we got a okay, bit of music be- on best actor uh best actor role. went to uh cillian murphy or i think killian, killian murphy, is it killian, yeah. cillian? What about cillian best, murphy. Uh, actress uh that went to emma stone not a margot robbie for huh. barbie which well, i was pretty disappointed about all right okay there, i yeah. think that'll do us and jo- and joe coy's uh monologue was horrible awful I yeah. think that, that I think that's the worst. I think yeah. that's canning. Yeah. If you want to witness some murder, yeah. you go, yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's a death on stage. Look, I mean, it's a tough gig. You remember Wendy Harmer got slammed for a lot. It's it's a tough gig, mm. and it's easy to sit back in the comfort of your home and go, oh, yeah, look at this bike is bombing. It takes to kahunas to get out there in front of millions. Absolutely, but it was it was not great, Joe Coy. No, it wasn't great. It was, it was even worse. Is when Joe he, Coy he, should call yeah. him no joy. No, but when he knew he was bombing, he then started blaming his writers. Yeah. Hey, I didn't material. write all the jokes at 10 days. So the ones <laughs> you're laughing at, I might said, mate, yeah. yeah. You know, you're lacking confidence if you need to reiterate that. Mm. You need to make that point. Exactly. Tony says, sporting breakups, Ben Hunt and your trash club. That's very unkind, Tony. Because guess what? They haven't broken up, Tony. Joke's on you. <laughs> and they may not break up. Trial separation, and then they'll uh, renew their vows. Yeah, exactly.
The, that the one that got to me, uh, speaking of sporting breakups, was uh, in the AFL world, Dale Thomas, my favourite player growing up. The reason why I support Collingwood. He went to Carlton. Then he went to Carlton. Yeah. And there was yeah. no way I was supporting Carlton. He had the long blonde hair for a while. He there, did. He hair, did. Dale yeah. Thomas. Yep. And then he cleaned himself up. Mm. Pendles had long hair for a while, too. He did. He had the dreadlocks. Yeah, he did. He looked yeah. sort of a bit hipster. Yeah, look, he's a clean cut now. Oh, yeah, he used to. Dual premiership player as well. Mm. Pendlebury. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I want to chat some NFL, Jules. Uh, so we had what was referred to as Black Monday, which is where the day after the final week in the regular season, a lot of coaches start getting the flick. And one of them was Arthur Smith from the Atlanta Falcons, who in his three seasons in charge, every single year they went 7-10, and 10, which is which is remarkable. Uh, but, so but that's kind of like the, the Niners, the, 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 the Tigers who are perennially ninth. Yes. You know, a Tottenham who always finished the Premier League in 11th. Yes. Yeah, for years on it, just finished 11th. Uh, like it, lock it in. Exactly. But there, there were different, I think not all seven and 10 seasons are equal. I think the first seven and 10 season was pretty good. His second season was great. The third year, he was meant to really explode, but failed to use his offensive weapons. He was hated by the Atlanta Falcons fan base. Mm. Uh, in their final regular season game, they played their bitter rivals, the New Orleans Saints. They were blown out 48 to 17. But with about 50 seconds to go, it was 41 17. The New Orleans Saints had the ball. And normally what you do in the NFL and a lot of American sports in general is that you just kneel out the clock. You just play out the clock and don't score anymore if the game's over. Well, the Saints didn't do that. Uh, they then uh, scored uh, a meaningless touchdown to extend the lead to 48-17. I'm just going to play you a bit of audio now. Uh, I'm going to play the commentator's reaction uh, when Arthur Smith uh, goes to Dennis Allen, the Saints coach, at the end of the game, having a bit of an argument. And then the New Orleans Saints quarterback, Jamais Winston, uh, explaining the decision to go for the touchdown. Oh, and Arthur Smith's hot that Dennis Allen scored a touchdown at the end. He is hot. He said, what are you doing? And he's going at Dennis Allen. You can read his lips and you know. And I think he's got a right, by the way, to do that. It was a team decision. And uh, and I think when you have the, a team morale, and I asked the guys, I said, guys, like, what do, you, what do you want to do? We decided as a team to do it. And, man, we got an interception to the one-yard line. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. so if, 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 if we would have scored, would it still would have been disrespectful? Right. I, I think it should be forgotten, especially when the score is already 41-17. Uh, so I, I don't know how, how much worse it can get. Yes, that was Jamias Winston there uh, explaining that they got a interception that led them to the one-yard line of the Falcons, and then they scored the next play. So I'm, it's blown up in America. There have been people saying it was a great decision, it was hilarious, it was peak hilarity, and there was other people saying that Jamias Winston should be cut from the team immediately because what happened is that they went against the coach yeah. who said we should just kneel it out, let the clock play out. The team said, no, let's score another touchdown. It is their bitter rival. They don't like the Saints. I'm interested to hear your take on this, Jules. I'm I'm a big fan of just play until the final whistle, final siren, whatever, keep scoring as, many, as much as possible. But is there such a thing as being disrespectful to another team in that situation? Yes and no. Yes and no. I mean, look, it depends. You know, this is going to sound like a bit of a fence-sitting answer, but I guess it depends on the context of the game, the context of the season, right? So, you know, you see in football, for example, if you've got a comfortable lead, you, you start resting all these players. So, well, is that disrespectful that you're not playing your best players for the full 80 minutes? So I can understand why they do it, mm. right? Um, as for sort of going against coaches' wishes, I'm also the belief that the coach, yes, but they're on the sideline and you've got somebody out there that's going to make a call. And it talks about Cameron Smith, for example. If Craig Bellamy might say this is the play and Cameron Smith would overrule him. So, no, okay, if it doesn't come off, he'll put his hand up and say, that was me. Sorry, coach. I don't mind that. I don't mind that because ultimately it's incumbent on the players to try and win any given game. 
Yeah, uh, we saw an instance earlier in the NFL season in which the Miami Dolphins were up 70-21 to 21, uh, against uh, right, it was the yeah. Denver Broncos, and they had the opportunity to kick a field goal to kick the highest, uh, to get the highest ever score. Yeah. Uh, the highest ever score previously was 72 by Washington several years ago, back in the Leatherhead days. Could have gone to 73. They opted not to because they said we're not in the business of embarrassing teams. And, and that, again, split 50-50. Some said, well... Why don't you go for the record? Some said, yeah, you made the right decision. I, I think it's a very American thing, uh, like this whole respect thing. They do it in basketball all the time where they stop scoring after a while when the, the game's foregone. I, I, I think you should just keep scoring Look, until at the end of the day, the as the long as you're trying to win the game, right? Have you First and foremost, you're trying to win the game. Have you won the game? Yeah. And then you can argue the point as to whether you, know, you should have gone for the extra points or not. I think that's sort of by the by. It doesn't matter. Mm. Yeah. You're not, the point is you're not you're – not, Fixing anything, are you? No, right. So as long as you're winning the game, well, then it's up to you. Then I think you, to an extent, you're entitled to decide how you want the rest of the game to play out. Yeah, I, I see a text here from Port Macquarie Pearl. Um, the fact they went for the touchdown isn't the issue. It's that they took up the victory formation, then they went for the TD. So the victory formation is when you line up in the V, yeah, you look like going to kneel out. They did that, but then they went for the rushing touchdown. Yeah. I, I still see no issue with it, regardless of whether they're in the victory formation or not. I think teams should always just expect that they're going to run a play yep. ir- irrespective. They're on the one-yard line. They could literally just push them push them over there. At the end of the day, Arthur Smith gets fired. I think the Atlanta Falcons fan base is very happy. The uh, hunt for a new coach now begins, and uh, we've, cut, we've cut the fat in the NFL. We've now got our 14 playoff teams, and, uh, yeah, this is where uh, – this is where the, the, the big money moves uh, start to happen. What do they call it? Is it, is it Black Monday? Is that the Black term? Monday is the term, yeah. Literally a minute after, right? you're gone, you're gone, you're it was, gone. It was literally a minute. Yeah. It, a minute at uh, uh, midnight struck, Arthur Smith was gone. And yeah. then Ron Rivera was also gone uh, from Washington as well after uh, a four-win season. It is so. a ruthless business. Yep. In an absolutely ruthless. Oh, it's crazy. Thank you, Tubuck. That's all right. There you go. So Golden Globes, well done to Oppenheimer, Killian Murphy and... Someone else who I can't remember, and I don't care enough to go look it up. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy. The open line number, the text line number oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Uh, Scotty Fulton, the Newcastle. Watch this space, says Stuart. Okay, can we just write that one down in the uh, fearless prediction list from our listeners for twenty twenty four? Fulton to Newcastle. We'll see how many uh, right. Uh, Marco says, Jules, I'm not a Bronco supporter. The Farnworth moving to the Dolphins could be more of an issue than first thought for Brisbane. Cobo at centre, that may take time to work. Well, right wing descender. I've seen this movie before. Different players, albeit. Joseph Sully, one of the premier right wings in the game, moved to centre, was absolutely neutered. And now all these people are saying, oh, the best Roosters team, they've got Sully in the centres. No, he's a right winger. I don't know what the Roosters do. Cobo may work, and I hope he works. But you're right, I mean, it is unproven. It is unproven. Just because you're a crack right winger doesn't necessarily make you mean you're going to be a great centre. Thank you, Marco. Always enjoy reading your texts. And uh, Jules, greenkeeping reached before the break. Ponting's comments last night were highly inflammatory. The thing is, in this greenkeeping curator industry, we get criticised when the wicket's batter-friendly. Then cricket's cricket criticised when the wicket's bowler-friendly. It's a trade that's struggling to attract people into it and struggling to keep people in it too. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean... It wasn't a great pitch. Let's not sugarcoat it, GKR. It wasn't a great pitch. But this whole idea that, you know, I'm not outraged like others. Well, something's what you've done and, you know, you're not going to track play. It was a bad one. Can you make it better? Sure. But that's a beautiful thing about cricket pitches. The characteristics are different from ground to ground. 
And I'd take that over an absolute road any day of the week and twice on Sunday. We'll take a break.